The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, indie author friend. How are you this week? Hopefully everything is going really, really well. I know for me, it's been uh, a little bit of a hairy week. All around us, people are going down with COVID. It's been a situation where like our current um, central Minnesota location is just running rampant, I guess, with Omicron and all of the craziness that's going on with that. Luckily, so far, we have been able to survive unscathed. But it's been a bit of a challenge and we are like crossing fingers and acting like, you know, the, the meme that you've seen online with the Walking Dead where they're all like back to back and they're trying to like fend off <laughs> COVID. Oh, goodness. So this week, guys, I really want to have your attention when it comes to mindset. Now, we talk about mindset a lot on the podcast, but this week, I, I've really been kind of circling back around into the mindset or the thought process of how thoughts become things, and that we really do need to choose those thoughts wisely. So one of the big revelations that I had this week when it comes to you know my trajectory, what I'm doing, how I want to become, like how I want to evolve when it comes to author evolution anyway, is that I truly feel that I am put on this planet with the purpose of helping my fellow indie creatives, my fellow indie authors rise out of a poverty mindset and instead step into that true destiny. And to me, that means a millionaire author destiny. Because for me, I've always been really fascinated by money. I've been fascinated by why do some people have it and some people don't? Why is it that people who probably shouldn't have it have it when people who really should have it don't? Like the whole concept of it has been very almost nebulous in my mind. And it's been something that, I don't know, it's it's always just been there. And I think it's because I come from a family of creatives. Now, you know this, my mom's an artist, my family for what all intents and purposes, we've got artists and writers, we've got all sorts of different creative artists awesome, amazing people, but none of them have really been able to crack that um, money mindset code in order to really flourish with the thing that they're doing. And so it always has made me wonder why, like, what is the thing here? And so my whole life, I've always looked into mindset and I've always looked into how our thoughts impact and influence the way that we go about our world. 
And one of the first books that really just blew my mind was uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I think I've talked about that in the past as well. But if you haven't read The Power of Now, definitely do it. It's an incredible book. But I remember reading it, uh, geez, probably a good 15, 20 years ago now, whenever it, it was really whenever it came out and it was like being hosted by Oprah and she was doing like really big things with it. And I remember just thinking, oh, this is like interesting. This is why I always feel like I almost have like a split personality. Part of me thinks one way and the other part of me is like, why are you thinking like that? And it's like, okay, I get it now. I'm actually the observer of the thoughts. Now, if you haven't read this book, it probably sounds really nebulous, but definitely check it out. It's it's really interesting to understand that your thoughts aren't necessarily who you are. Like we all observe our thoughts and we're observing them in varying degrees of separation. Like if we believe we are our thoughts, then thoughts are who we are and we have no choice but to adhere to them, right? But if we are the observer of those thoughts, think about how that then puts us in a power position of being able to control those thoughts. Wow, powerful stuff, right? So here's the thing. We want to be able to control those thoughts, especially when the thoughts are not serving us. And I've talked about thoughts being energy and thoughts becoming things in right frame of mind. And so this is something like, it's not new, guys. I've talked about this and I've really been interested in it for a long time. But like I said, it just keeps circling back around. And I think it's really important right now for whatever reason, someone out here needs to hear this message. And so I am delivering it for you. Obviously, the universe is working through me. Here you go. <laughs> so like I said, in Right Frame of Mind, I talk a lot about how our thoughts are our energy. And we talk about author imposter syndrome, and we talk about limiting beliefs and how we hold ourselves back, right? And so those limiting beliefs are kind of where we're, we're talking here, that sometimes we have these thoughts that are not serving us. They are telling us that we're not good enough, that the book is not perfect enough, that we need to do more, that we need to learn more, that we don't need anybody else's help, that we can do it all on our own. I mean, there's all sorts of different thoughts, right? But none of those thoughts are serving us. And one of the cool things, like I listen to Amanda Francis a lot. She's a really interesting uh, thought leader in the process of bringing wealth into your life. And so if you haven't checked out Rich as Fuck or checked out her podcast or anything like that, definitely look up Amanda Francis. She's another really interesting thought leader that I really admire and I follow. And I think she's just really a neat lady. She does have a little bit of a different kind of spin on things. So it might be a little woo for people. But if you're following me, it's probably just right up your alley, actually. <laughs> it's probably just fine. So at any rate, we talk about how our thoughts become things and how we can choose those thoughts that really serve us, right? Versus allowing the thoughts to run away and do things that are not serving us. So when I'm talking about the millionaire mindset, and I'm doing this a lot on TikTok lately, and I'm doing it a lot here, um, I'm really talking about the fact that if you have this desire, right? If you have this desire of, I want to be a millionaire author, it's already yours. Like that concept, as soon as you want something, as soon as you desire something, it's already yours. It's, it's the process of bringing it into being that we get stuck on, right? So here's the thing. I had another epiphany this week that, and this came yesterday, actually. I was on TikTok and I was 
I felt like there was something I needed to, to hear or a message I needed to receive. And I actually did get it. And what I found was that I have been in, you know, even though I work on manifestation all the time, even I, even though I am daily meditating on what it is I'm trying to bring into this world, what I'm trying to bring into my reality, I have been stuck for a very long time in this idea of waiting in this concept that, okay, so here's this thing that I want. I know it's coming, but I'm waiting for it to arrive, right? I'm waiting for the money to come. I'm waiting for the clients to sign up. I'm waiting for the readers to buy my books. I am waiting for the big explosion of something really big to happen. I'm waiting. Well, waiting, while there's a slight nuance here, waiting, let's talk about the waiting energy. Waiting energy puts you in this energy of waiting all the time. Like that is your vibe. That is the energy of it that you are putting out into this world. Where if you have, if you take a look around, like let's say you're waiting for the money to arrive. You're waiting for your millionaire author destiny to become a thing, right? But it's not here yet because you're focusing on the end goal, the end result of I want a million dollars in a year, whatever, or a million plus, right? But it's not here yet. And so you're, you feel like you're waiting for all of this to come, but it's not here. Instead, what if you reframe it a bit and you look around and you find evidence of receiving, evidence that it is all stacking up for you, it's all joining together, it's all congealing, it's all becoming more and more in your favor. Everything that you do is growing and expanding and it is bringing you closer. You're already receiving it, you're already manifesting it, it's already coming into your reality one step at a time, one brick at a time. It's kind of like, you know, my bedroom, we're in the process of remodeling my bedroom. And well, not re- not just remodeling, we're building it. My husband literally took the roof off of our garage and added a new um, master bedroom up top there. So we're seeing it manifest itself into being, right? It, it's been a thought that he's had, that we've had. He's the one that actually had the, the vision at first. And so I had to go along with his vision. And now it's like wonderful. But he had the vision He shared the vision with me. We then shared the vision together. And as things have progressed, we've seen it go from, you know, literally a a garage roof to being torn down, to being rebuilt, to it's in the process and the evolution of becoming. The room is there. We have some stuff that we still have to incorporate into it, but it is there. It is manifesting. It is a reality, right? But it's part, it's mid-manifestation. Now, when we're mid-manifestation, we think it's not working. We think it's waiting, especially if it's a big goal, especially if it's something that is massive and there's a lot of moving parts and the universe has to align many different things in order for us to get the thing that we really want, like the millionaire author destiny, right? So there's all these things that are in motion that we're trying to put into place, but we're never doing it wrong. We're always manifesting the thing. It's just that, are we open to receiving? Are we open to the energy of it coming faster? Are we open to the energy of allowing it all to unfold? So when I had this epiphany that I've been in waiting, (laughs) not like the, the woman in waiting, but like I've been waiting for this big thing. I've been waiting for my millionaire career to finally be here, to arrive, to, uh, be, be able to say I did it. I have just been stuck in waiting. And so when I feel like I'm waiting, I feel like, like I just said, stuck. I feel like things are not moving. They're not doing the thing. And so that's the energy. That's the vibe I've been putting out 
a lot of the times, even though I'm doing all the things, even though I am not allowing myself to stay still and not actually do the thing. Like I'm writing the books. I have been doing the the work when it comes to mindset stuff. I've been putting out uh, courses. I've been doing a lot of things, right? We've been engaging and doing so many fun things. But the difference was I felt like I was waiting for this big thing to arrive. And yesterday I had this epiphany because I was listening to Simplifying Sam on TikTok. And I will link to her in the show notes today because she's a fantastic woman. I absolutely adore her too. But she was talking about Abraham Hicks and how they talk about how the, there's this concept called ask and it is given. Now, I actually purchased the book by this title by Abraham Hicks because I'm like, okay, well, if I'm resonating with this message by Simplifying Sam, I should probably go directly to the source and, and get this book, right? So it's on its way. It's not here yet, but I should be able to start reading it probably tomorrow. Now, the idea though, is that the second you have a desire, the second you have the thought of, you know, I want this thing, it is already yours. It's already given to you. The only reason it hasn't manifested is because you're allowing your thoughts to get in the way of it. And she gives this idea or this um, metaphor of spaghetti. And so let's talk about that real quick. She talks about like, okay, so let's say for dinner, (laughs) you want spaghetti. And so it first becomes a thought. It's a thought, a desire. You think, holy cow, spaghetti sounds really good. Uh, And you go to the kitchen and you start finding the ingredients, right? You get the stuff, you get it all together. You get the sauce going and the water boiling. You sit down to dinner and you're like, yes, I have spaghetti. It's amazing. So that was an easy manifestation. It came into being because you knew the process. You knew what was happening in the mid process. You knew that at the end of it, you were going to sit down and you're going to have spaghetti. Boom. It was done, right? You had, you took all of your inspired action in order to make it happen. Now, let's say you wanted to make something different. She talks about this as well. Like, let's say ratatouille. It's a more complicated recipe. You don't know how to do it. You've never done it before. You aren't sure if you have the ingredients. Maybe you don't have the ingredients. And so now you've got resistance because now you have to go to the store. You're not quite sure how it's going to work. You don't know if you're doing it right. You don't know how long it's going to take. You're questioning how the process is going to look for you. You're questioning whether or not it's going to taste the way you expect it to taste. And now all of a sudden you've got all these limiting beliefs coming up between you and your dinner plate. That's the same thing as whatever it is that you want to manifest. It's the same if you want to manifest your book. Let's say you are going, okay, I don't know how to write a story. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Maybe my characters aren't fleshed out enough. I didn't do a whole lot of planning. I don't know anything about indie publishing, marketing, you know, all those thoughts, all those things are getting in your way of doing the thing. So if we can then stop and think about our thoughts from a more objective approach, like if we can go, but what if I could, you know, like, If you're saying to yourself, I don't know that I can handle this. I don't know, you know, I don't know how to write a book. But what if you just gave it a try and, you know, check to see what'll happen? Or what if it comes out better than you thought? Or, you know, if I don't know how to write a book or I don't know how to publish a book, what if you can learn on the fly? What if you can find the information you need when you need it? You know, it it doesn't have to be this all or nothing thing. It can be a journey. It can be a process. It can be this unfolding. That's the journey part that they talk about when it comes to like, when you're trying to manifest anything, when you're trying to be in the now, when you're trying to live your life, the journey part is the manifestation of that desire. You know, some, some desires manifest themselves very quickly because we're a match, a vibrational match for them. And 
there's like zero resistance to getting the thing. But sometimes they take a little longer because we've got shit to clear out. We've got things that we need to let go of and we've got things that maybe we need to learn or things that we have to explore along the journey. And so if you're in mid-manifestation like I am, if you are destined for something bigger and you know you're destined for something bigger, I challenge you today to reframe it rather than saying, why isn't it here yet? (laughs) Like I've been doing. Why don't you say, wow, look at all the things I've done already that I've manifested into being that's bringing me closer to that goal, that objective, that whatever. I have a couple of friends who are in the same boat with me where they're like, why is it that I can write so many books or I can do so many things and I am not seeing the same results as some of my peers? Well, I would challenge you to ask them, like go to those peers who are doing really well or seemingly doing really well and ask them what kind of blocks they had. Like, did they believe that they weren't worthy? Did they believe it was going to be hard? Or did they think it was going to be easy? Or did they think, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun? Or like, what was their process? Because I guarantee you, there was probably an energetic point where they felt they were worthy of having it and it was given. So you, we need to, like not just you, but all people, we need to take responsibility for our thoughts, responsibility for the emotions we feel and hold in our body, release the ones that are not serving us, and really choose thoughts better to be able to bring us to the desires and the outcomes we're truly looking for. So for me, when I switched yesterday, my thinking from, I feel like I'm waiting, to, wow, look around me. I am already receiving. Like I've seen my income increase. I have seen the number of books increase. I've seen my readership increase. I have seen, you know, the number of podcast listeners increase and my students increase. And yet there were, there were times where I felt like it's not where I want to be yet. So why is it not working? But it is, (laughs) it truly is. It's just in progress. It's in the middle of the manifestation. And I have to be comfortable with that. I have to be comfortable with the energy of I'm receiving it. It's in the process of transitioning and I am allowing it to be received faster. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You'll have to reach out to me on Facebook or on TikTok or something and let me know if this is making sense to you or even email. You can email me at carissa at authorrevolution.org and let me know your thoughts on this. Because this is stuff that I could seriously sit and talk with someone all day long. (laughs) I don't know what it is. It's just really fascinating stuff to me. And I can't always talk to Colin because he thinks I'm a little too woo for him. So (laughs) sometimes he gets it. Sometimes he has to play devil's advocate. And sometimes I just want to punch him in the face. (laughs) But that's how it goes. So what thoughts are you choosing, my friends? What is benefiting you and what is holding you back? Think about those things as you go about your week. And I want you to start choosing more benefiting thoughts, more thoughts that are going to lift you up and get you to your goal. If you are struggling, if you're not where you want to be, if you are persistent as fuck, like I am, like I will not stop until I make this thing work, goddammit. Keep going because you are in mid-manifestation. Look around you, take a stockpile of the things that are already working in your favor. Start noticing them. Start giving yourself evidence of it's already working. It's already manifesting. It's already almost here. 
And trust me, that energy is going to get you things far faster. Because I'll tell you, as soon as I made that shift yesterday, even if nothing externally has changed just yet, which by the way, some things have, and I'll mention that real quick in a sec. But like, even if they don't right away, the energy and the vibe of it, like internally feels so much better. It feels awesome to know, oh my gosh, it's on its way already. It's almost here. It's in the process. Oh my gosh. It's just amazing. Now I'm in the process of trying to build this community, right? Of trying to help indie authors raise their poverty mindset out and start embracing a bigger goal, embracing a bigger destiny, that millionaire author destiny. And so my process in that when I was meditating on it and what I should do, I came up with the idea of the all access pass premium membership. And by the time you hear this, it's going to already be closed. So I'm sorry if you missed it. But the process of it was amazing because I was able to get access to all seven of my courses to some of the people who really need access to the courses, but would not otherwise have been able to afford them right now. Now, the difference with it is that it was more like a Kindle Unlimited membership. So they pay the $27 a month to have access to all seven courses. But as soon as their membership ends, if they decide they no longer need it or no longer want it, they no longer have access to those courses or the course materials or to me inside a rapid release roadmap because we do a monthly coaching call on the final Wednesday of every month. So the cool thing then is like, I'm helping people who would not have otherwise been able to raise their vibration. I'm helping them do it now versus just, you know, sorry, you have to save your money and you have to do this thing, which some people have opted to do. Like they, they've want, they want to keep the course access forever. And so they're waiting to, to until they can. But at the same time, I know I, when I was really struggling, I would have jumped up the opportunity for a membership to be able to get access to the information I need in order to level myself up. And that's what I want. This is not, you know, as much as I am all about being able to, you know, create a millionaire author lifestyle, millionaire lifestyle for myself, it's not just about the money. It's about what money helps us to do. Like we can help more people if we have money. We can help more people, more readers, if we are looking at it from the author perspective. We can help more readers to explore new worlds, to dro- you know, drop into new places, to understand new thought processes, to you know, just imagine something different from where they're at and escape for a bit. That's powerful stuff. And so it's like we have lives that we have to change and touch. And we, we absolutely deserve to be paid for that. But it's not just about the money. It's about what we can do with that. Like whose lives can we then touch? The more money we bring in, the more we are able to help other people and turn it around and and expand into more people's lives. Whether it's from an author perspective or from an indie author coach perspective or a business owner perspective, when we have more, we can give more. When our cup is full, we can, you know, allow it to run over and help others. That's where this is all coming from. And so to me, it's not about like, okay, so could someone come into the courses with the membership, get what they need real quick and then drop out? Absolutely. But if they got what they needed, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? So at any rate, we, we had a really great turnout. And when I started doing this um, mindset work yesterday, I had two days left yesterday and today, and we've already had over a hundred signups guys. So I have a hundred people ready and willing to start leveling up their author careers and start 
digging into you know how they can become the successful promote you know successful and prolific in the author that's incredible and you have no idea how much that really like just makes my heart swell because it's so powerful to me that I'm helping these people these students and maybe you're one of them to get into the place where you feel the most supported that is just I don't know that is just the most ultimate awesome thing in the world to me so at any rate I want to say thank you if you've joined. I want to say thank you if you're listening to this podcast. I want to say thank you if you've ever read any of my books because I'm just feeling really grateful right now. I'm in a place where I just feel like everything is working out in my favor. Everything is lining up. Everything is adding up. And I know it is for you as well. And I can't wait to see what awesome, amazing things you are able to accomplish in 2022. All right. So if you're looking for the transcript or any of the stuff, uh, the links and stuff that we've talked about today, I will make sure that they are in today's show notes. So head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 117. My friend, my awesome author, we have got this. We really do. Once we have this mindset shift really locked in, we will be unstoppable. So go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.